When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Wednesday, May 26th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes, our tribe beat writer. Hoynesy, uh, the Indians come through uh, again against Detroit. Uh, Aaron Savali with the, the big outing, sort of in their darkest hour when they needed a starting pitcher to go deep the most. Aaron Savali gives them eight innings and really saves the bullpen, saves the, the pitching staff. Uh, after some devastating news about Zach Plesak and an injury that he suffered uh, after his outing on Sunday. Yeah, just a great performance by uh, Savali. Eight innings, he took a shutout into the ninth inning. He lost it, you know, um, but still just just a big outing. And like you said, a much-needed outing, Joe. Um, Six strikeouts, one run, six hits. Uh, Karen Check comes in and you know, walks the tightrope, but uh, gets gets the save in a 4-1 win over the Tigers. And, uh, you know, when you think about it, at the start of this season, Savali was the number three starter on this club. And right now, he might you could make a case for him being the number one starter with, uh, you know, Bieber struggling a bit in his last two or three outings. And uh, Plesek headed for the disabled list. And, uh you know, it's just uh, the, the rotation has basically been turned upside down. All right. Let, let's circle back to Plesak in a second here. I, we got to talk about this. This, this or I'm sorry. Circle back to Savali in a second here. We got to talk about the Plesak injury. Uh, Terry Francona in his, his pregame uh, remarks yesterday sort of buried the lead with us. I mean, yeah, we, talked sure. for, we talked for a good five minutes and then he goes, uh, okay, guys. I uh, got a little information about a move we're going to make. And it's like, this was, this was front page news. Uh, Zach Plesak is going on the 10 day injured list. They'll have more information after he meets today with Dr. Thomas Graham. I think he was, uh, he was supposed to, to fly out to uh, Dayton and have Graham uh, examine the thumb. Uh, who knows if there's, going to be surgery necessary that's uh you know a possibility but really the way that this injury happened is what we all sort of have suspicions about uh, apparently after his short outing on sunday uh Plesak was frustrated and aggressively removed his undershirt in the locker room while sitting in his locker uh and and sort of yanking off his undershirt he slammed his thumb 
on a chair near his locker, and that's how he injured himself. Uh, what do you what do you take away from that? What do you buy and what do you not buy in Lindsay? Yeah, I always take baseball injuries off the field with a grain of salt, Joe. We don't know what happened, uh, you know. And and you know, Tito. I'm, I'm not saying he he was you know uh, <laughs> covering for his player, but you know, you know what happens. You know, got obviously. Plesek was not happy, had a great start going nine up, nine down. Then he blows up in the fourth inning Sunday against the twins. You know, they showed him in the dugout, you know, his steam was coming out of his ears and um, you know, and then all of a sudden we hear he broke his thumb, uh, you know, so, you know, that, that, that leads, you know, to a lot of speculation. Did he punch a wall? Did he punch a locker? You know, was he frustrated? And uh, if, if so, why didn't he use his left hand, not his pitching hand? So, you know, there's a lot of speculation. I've, there's been cases where, you know, uh, you know, Jeff Kent, what, fell off his motorcycle and he said he, we, he, he hurt himself by washing his car. Remember that <laughs> with, when he was with the Giants? So, you know, and, and uh, so it, it is what it is right now. They don't have a starter. They don't have police act, and that's that's the story. Yeah, uh, and and that sort of does hang the rest of the starting rotation out to dry. That uh, it creates a situation where now you have to bring back uh, Tristan McKenzie, who you had said, "Oh, we're going to send you down. You're going to work on some stuff down in Columbus." Uh, surprise! Now you're coming back up uh, for a spot start here uh, in Detroit Wednesday night. Uh, McKenzie's going to get the start. And then according to Francona is going to head back down to Columbus. Uh, they don't have to do anything with the, with, with the roster. It's, it, it's allowable because of the injury. He doesn't have to wait 10 days. Right. Back up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this, it's weird because McKenzie, you know, if he hadn't been sent down, this would have been his normal day to pitch right. Wednesday. So he doesn't miss, you know, he really doesn't miss anything. And what, you know, Joe, what if he pitches well, you know, what, if, you know, and, and you're short a starter. I mean, why send him back down? What if he, what if he has a good start? I, you know, and it could be against the Tigers or, you know, a scuffling ball club a little bit. So, you know, I think there's a lot of stuff up in the air. You know, I heard, uh, you know, they, they still need what, you know, Tito went through the list yesterday. They don't know about Friday. Do they have a starter for Friday? They don't, they need an extra starter for uh, the double header on uh, May 31st against the Yankees. White Sox. I heard they might be uh, going with a bullpen game on Friday, you know, so, um, you know, as opposed to today when they they were going to go with a bullpen game, but, you know, decided to recall uh, McKenzie. So, uh, you know, it's just really, uh, you know, it, it's up in the air. You know, a strength of the team has been turned into a huge question mark. That is kind of the thing is that it, it turns that strength into a sort of a weakness. It exposes some some uh, some of the youth and the inexperience that you have uh, in, in the starting rotation. Uh, the Indians themselves, when asked about police X injury, uh, Aaron Savali said, hey, you know, we have to grind through this. We have to come together and grind through this. Uh, Jordan Luplo expects that you know anybody who, who needs to be promoted or, or, or come in and, and join the mix then won't have a problem because the uh the indians have a really good locker room and, and an environment that sort of allows those guys to to come in and, and find success i uh, i just i just don't know who the the possibilities are of of you know guys that were even on the radar you got to look beyond even triple a right now don't you 
Yeah, you know, well, you know, Mejia's up here, you know, uh, so, you know, I think he factors into this somehow. Uh, you know, you've got uh, uh, Eli Morgan, you've got uh, Scott Moss at, at AAA. You know, I don't think Logan Allen is coming back up, but I didn't think Tristan McKenzie was coming back up. So, you know, but, you know, Tito pretty much said Logan Allen is, is not a one-start fix. And he's, you know, he's, he struggled even at, at Columbus. So, uh, you know, I, I don't think we'll see him, but yeah, there's, you know, um, you know, they, there's somebody at AAA. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, or double A, you know, but uh, I would think, you know, Mejia has got to figure into this somehow. Don't you right. think? I mean, he's, he's a right. starter. He's, he's going to get a start at some point. If he doesn't get a start Friday, when, when there's that possibility of a bullpen game, maybe they go with an opener and, and Mejia on Friday. That's a, that's a possibility there. Uh, they just moved Tanner Tully from double a Akron up to, to triple a, uh, for the rotation there. So, you know, I don't know if that's anything to keep an eye on in, in terms of that, but maybe that's just to, you know, to, to flesh out the, the triple a rotation yeah. as, as of right now, but I don't think there's even anybody at the double a level who's, who's performing well enough to, in, in a short time like this to, to earn a, a look, uh, uh, just getting back to Savali, uh, when he wins his seventh game, that's uh, tops in the AL, um, and and like we said, he's he's really he's really been the Indians' most consistent pitcher all season long. Yeah, and uh, just uh, you know, it's a guy that you know he just kind of you know he answers questions in that monotone. You know, he just mm-hmm. kind of you know kind of puts you to sleep a little bit, and I think he does the same thing to you know the the opposing team. You know, this is kind of an unassuming guy. Uh, you see him on the mound, you don't, th- you know, he's not throwing a hundred miles an hour. He's not throwing 95 miles an hour, but what, what the guy does do, Joe, I mean, he's got six different pitches, you know, last night, here's the breakdown of his pitches, 31 cutters, 25 four seam fastballs, 13 sliders, 12 curveballs, uh, 12 sinkers and, uh, and 11 splitters. I mean, I, if you're a hitter, what, what do you prepare for? And, and, you know, obviously, you know, most pitchers aren't, th- aren't out there throwing six different pitches to you during a game. They have, they find one, two or three pitches at work and that's what you're going to see. But, you know, Savali is, uh, you know, really kind of, he looks like a kid in a candy store. Sometimes I remember when he was uh, talking about, you know, thrown that many pitches and he goes, it's great because if one isn't working, you've got five more to pick from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it sort of takes me back to something that Trevor Bauer used to say, uh, you know, and, and Bauer's a guy who could also throw a, you know, a, a large mix of pitches. He wants to be able to pitch to four different quadrants and have movement to four different quadrants that all look the same coming out of your hand. So if, if a, a hitter's sitting on a pitch, that he thinks is going one way and it goes the other way. And, and then he can also mix in a change of speeds with that, that, that makes him even more effective. You can't, you can't defend all four quadrants of the strike zone against Aaron Savali. He's going to pitch to whichever one he's got a feel for and he's most effective in. And, you know, like you said, having six pitches is it's the ultimate tool belt. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) He just and he he likes to challenge, you know. Uh, his last start uh, before uh, last night uh, against Otani, you know, he, he 
he, you know, that, that motivated him going against, you know, one of baseball's biggest names, a two-way player, you know, the guy would, that was capturing all the attention and he kind of, you know, steps out of the shadows and, uh, you know, deals and throws seven innings, wins the game. And, you know, Otani goes four and two thirds and, you know, really isn't a factor in the ball game. And uh, all of a sudden there's, uh, uh, you know, Aaron Savale, uh, uh, you know, walking away with the win. And right now he's seven and one and headed to the all-star game. I mean, this yeah. guy is, he's on a run. Yeah. He put, he put, he put Otani into like a week long slump after that too. You didn't hear much from him uh, after he faced Savali. So uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Luplo all of a sudden can't hit lefties, but he's tearing up right-handed pitching and hit a home run last night. A big insurance run for the Indians, a couple of two run Homer uh, late in the game. Uh, you know, this is a guy with Framil Reyes being out. They're going to need a bat in the middle of the lineup, and Jordan Luplo could be that guy. Yeah, I mean, in a just a you know a prolonged slump. I think he was what four for forty-seven, yeah. some crazy slump. Like he was hitting one oh nine, or you know, in those last forty-seven at bats coming into the game. Uh, you know, he had he had struck out his first three times last night, and in the eighth inning. You know, when they really needed it, when they're what it's it's uh, you know I don't know it's a uh, two one, two nothing game, and uh, he hits the two run homer and he he didn't miss it. It was like a four hundred twenty foot home run off a right hander. Uh, what uh, Kyle Funkhauser? I love that name, <laughs> Funkhauser. That's that's Beaver a great the name. Funkhauser now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, you know that was a big home run, and you know the night before he saves a game with the diving catch in right field. So maybe this will get him going because he definitely, they need his bat. Yeah. Uh, Indians uh, announced uh, last week and, and they've put tickets on sale now for uh, the remainder of the season, The uh, all the open dates for the remainder of the season, uh, full capacity on sale. So uh, I've seen some, some tweets already today of, of folks who secured tickets for their, uh, their games where, where they want to go to the ballpark. It's going to be great to see more people back at the ballpark when we get back there uh, beginning, I believe, June 2nd when the, the capacity opens up. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, you know, the the, the crowds, even at the ballpark at 40 percent have been good, Joe. I mean, have been vocal. They've been into the game. You can tell, you know, they've missed baseball, that they want to get out. They want to get outside. They want to go to the ballpark. And now, you know, with restrictions lifted, uh, you know, I, it can only be a good thing. And uh, hopefully the Indians keep playing well and people can come to the ballpark and, and enjoy it. You know, that's what it's there for. There's never been a better time to register for Indian subtext and get all your Cleveland Indians news with updates from Cleveland.com reporters Paul Hoynes and Joe Noga. Get on board now by going to joinsubtext.com slash Cleveland Indians. Our subscriber-based service gives you the latest news, analysis, and more from the Indians. For $3.99 a month, you get everything we're hearing from the team and the first word before things are announced. We text you big breaking news directly to your phone, even before it's up on cleveland.com. And you can text us directly with your questions and opinions on everything from the team's name to that day's lineup and it's the only way to get your questions and comments on the cleveland baseball talk podcast why sign up hear from one of our subscribers i'm uh jeff heinerson i grew up there in milan ohio but i now live out in idaho i've been here for 40 years and 
my son was born and raised here, and I got him as a birthday present uh, your subtext. And I wanted to thank Paul for sending him a birthday greeting and to tell you that he is really enjoying the subtext. He even he's not from Ohio, but because he grew up with me, he's hardcore. Indian fans. So thanks again. Jeff and all of our Indian subtext subscribers agree. There's a lot going on with the Indians and the best way to keep up is with Indian subtext. Go to joinsubtext.com slash Cleveland Indians or better yet text Hoinsey at 216-208-4346. Again, that's 216-208-4346. We look forward to hearing from you on Indian subtext. A uh, bit of news uh, out of New York. Uh, last night, Corey Kluber, uh, in his first start after throwing a no-hitter, uh, was removed early with tightness in his shoulder. Uh, he's going to undergo uh, an MRI and, and get looked at. Uh, the, the Yankees are, are sort of casting it as precautionary, but, you know, Kluber does have a history of, of, of injury, and, uh, you know, he missed all last season with the shoulder injury. Uh, any, any concern about Corey Kluber maybe being done uh, for the season? Yeah, I, you know, I think there's definitely concern, you know. Um, you know, this is, I don't know if it's the same kind of injury that he had in Texas, you know, but that was that one inning and that shut him down for the year. Um, and obviously he's 33 and, uh, you know, the best determina- determining factor of uh, current injuries or future injuries is past injuries. And, you know, unfortunately, Corey has had that history that recent history of, of the, those shoulder injuries. And that, that dude's got a lot of innings in that shoulder as well. He's got a lot of good innings in that shoulder. He's, uh, yep. you know, coming off of that no hitter. That was a, a special night for him. So, uh, you know, best, of uh, best wishes to Corey Kluber. Hoping things work out for him. I uh, wanted to get to one more thing before we say goodbye today. Uh, last night, yesterday, the new era cap company came out with uh, a set of baseball caps that they were marketing the local market edition caps. Hoinsey, I don't know if you got a chance to see any of these hats, uh, pictures of them. They were all over Twitter and uh, pretty much as soon as they went on sale, the everybody in baseball sort of reacted negatively. These were, these are basically it's the, the Indians block C cap, but they've got like embroidered logos on them to sort of capture the essence of Cleveland. Uh, there was a guitar on there. It wasn't an electric guitar. It was an acoustic guitar. So you kind of missed the mark there. That should have been your first indication. That something was askew with these, uh, with these local market edition hats. Now I have a theory that we'll get to in a minute, but these hats also had, uh, you know, Buckeye leaves in the state of Ohio and the 216 area code stitched on them, but they, they featured a pierogi on the back. How do you put a pierogi on a baseball? <laughs> They, the other teams in baseball, you know, they, they, they tried to sort of capture the essence of, of them as well. Um, they, uh, they put up the Baltimore one had Edgar Allan Poe's head on it. Uh, Milwaukee had beer and cheese logos on there. Uh, all of the California teams had palm trees on them, which made no sense for Oakland and San Francisco. It, it, it's just a lot of confusing things went into these decisions. Uh, did you get a chance to see him? What was your reaction? And, and what was your reaction when they pulled them off the website after less than 24 hours? Yeah, I saw, I saw the uh, hats, Joe, and uh, they looked busy to me. Uh, 
I was wondering what what the message was, and I was wondering, is there a you know hidden message in here as toward the Indians' future, you know, logo <laughs> or or a future name, or if there was, you know, did we have to have some interpretation of them? Or were they going to be the Cleveland pierogies? Is that what you were wondering? Yeah, they, right. they, snuck yeah. the, uh, they, they snuck a disclaimer, a, a, a sort of a sneak peek in there. The, the, the new team name is going to be the Cleveland pierogies. Yeah. Uh, that, I don't know. Here's my theory. You remember new Coke? Do you remember yeah. how Coke came out with the new formula and they let it out there and everybody hated it. And it was so awful that they brought back the original Coke and everybody was like, Oh, this is great. And it was a, it was a huge marketing. There have been theories for years that it was like a huge marketing ploy that they knew new Coke was going to fail. They put it out there anyways. And they, you know, got everybody to, to drink uh, the original Coke after that. I, I got to believe somebody at new era was throwing out, let's just make the most hideous, awful looking apps. <laughs> put them on the website for a few hours and then pull them off. And we generate all of this buzz about our company. I got to believe that that's what happened because nobody in their right mind puts Edgar Allan Poe and a pierogi on a baseball cap and thinks people are going to buy it for 40 bucks. <laughs> well, well, we'll have to see if anybody bought them as a collector's items or <laughs> I, I don't know. Are they going to, if they pulled them off the website, does that mean that people who already already paid for them are, are not going to get oh, there? Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. Huge. Yeah, I, I just, I, if it was an honest, like, attempt to try and sell these hats, then, you know, somebody there needs to get fired. If it wasn't, and it was some sort of, like, devious way to, like, pump up their, their marketing or brand awareness or whatever then somebody's brilliant. Uh, I mean, because that's all anybody in baseball is talking about is how ugly these hats were and how awful they were and how happy they were that things got pulled off the, the site. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess it's just another, hey, that's what I wanted to be talking about uh, today was, you know, a pierogi hat. That was sort of the, the number yeah. one thing. Mention of pierogies makes me hungry, though. Yes. So. Well, <laughs> well, hey, you're out in Detroit. They got a they got a couple of uh, nice places to eat out there. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm sure you can find a, a place to <laughs> grab something. Uh, Slow's Barbecue. That's the, uh, the suggestion right now. Yeah. Uh, before we go, uh, May 26th, 1993, the anniversary. You remember what happened on that day, Hoinsey? 1993 at the old ballpark with uh, Carlos Martinez at the plate. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah. Oh yeah. With uh, Conseco, the home run off his head, right? Yeah. What, <laughs> what do you remember about that day? Oh, I was, we were, we were sitting I was in the press box, Tom Grieve, the, uh, the Texas GM. Now he's a broadcaster for him uh, was sitting in the press box, right, right down the road from me. And when that happened, Everybody in the press box is just rolling on the in the aisles, laughing. It was so funny. And Grieve is sitting there with this. This looked like he wanted to kill somebody. It's like steam, you know, like he was just ready to, you know, bite through, bite through his chair or something because he was not amused. Everyone else was amused. And 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 after the game, you know, we're down in the locker room uh, talking to Conseco, waiting for Conseco to come out. He comes out wearing his hat with a bandaid on the hat. <laughs> where were they? His, his Texas cap. Where were they? Yeah. It looked like it hit him right on the button. You know, it bounced right over the top and of the head. Huh? 
And Martinez crossed the plate. He was he was laughing his head off. He was blowing kisses as he crossed the plate and went to the Indians dugout. He was blowing kisses to Canseco. I don't know, not to Canseco, oh. but he was just like he was oh. he was so he was so fired up about it. And and in Canseco looked like in the moment, and if you look at the video, it looked like he did it didn't even like bother him or it, you know you just gave up a home run because it hit you in the head, and he could it was like he could have cared less. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, I don't know if the home run hits off of my head and goes over the fence. I'm I'm pretty upset about it. I'm not <laughs> laughing and joking with my teammates. I the 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 theory is that I think he was he I think he was playing right field that or left right. Field he was that playing day. right field, and uh, he was he was talking to some blonde in the stands, and he <laughs> and he and he got a bad jump on the ball, and you know said so there was looking he was checking out the uh, right because the ball wouldn't the, have been over the fence. It was it yeah, would, this, it would have been on the warning track had had he made, gotten back to the wall in, in time. Yeah. Yeah, he was ch- talking to fans or somebody in the stands or checking out the scenery and 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 got a bad jump on the ball and 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 and, and it bounced off his head. Well, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. All right, uh, looking forward to tonight. Uh, Tristan McKenzie getting the start for the Indians. Uh, Shane Bieber tomorrow in the getaway game. Uh, Hoinsey, we will be back with you on Friday morning uh, for another edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. We'll talk to you then. All right, Joe.